welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about people pleasing. And I think this is a topic that many can resonate with out there. And I think especially a lot of people with ADHD feel like they are chronic people pleasers, or maybe they are overcoming the whole people pleasing aspect, like of their lives, which is really, really hard to kind of limit or stop doing. So I don't know if you want to get started on just some people pleasing, like what it is, maybe why people with ADHD kind of do it a little more typically. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yes. I am again, I'm thrilled to be here with you, um, Brittany, to talk about this topic because we do get a lot of questions about this and a lot of ADHDers do, you know, have, they do have a tendency to people please. And I think it stems from they have, people have a fear of failure. They don't want to disappoint anyone. And when you think about a fear of failure, that goes hand in hand with rejection, sensitive dysphoria. And so when we're talking about people pleasing or people pleaser, you can't really talk about that without also mentioning rejection sensitive dysphoria when we're talking about it and when it relates to having ADHD. Right. So a lot of times people that are people pleasers, um, they, again, they want to be liked by others. They don't want to feel like they're being left out. They wanna be liked, they wanna be praised. They wanna feel like they're contributing Um, to work or to the friendship or relationship. Most of the time, people who are people pleasers, they do have a low self-esteem, which also can go hand in hand with having ADHD. I know a lot of people with ADHD also, um, they struggle um, with having a low self-esteem. One thing that I do, because I'm a people pleaser and I'm trying to get out of that, I'm doing a little bit better the older that I get, with people pleasing and learning how to say no. But one thing that I do is I tend to apologize for things that are not my fault, just because I wanna make sure that I'm not, you know, hurting someone's feelings or making them feel rejected or me get feeling like I'm gonna be rejected um, from someone. And I'm also really quick to agree. I'm also really quick to agree to do things, which then uh, over, work and then I'm having to overcompensate with either working on a project or, you know, doing things around the house. And then that leads to burnout. So it's kind of like a cycle. It is a domino effect of people pleasing, rejection, sensitive dysphoria and burnout. So there's a whole lot of things that go into this. It definitely does. And I think, you know, just thinking about from childhood and growing up, this can be a response from being criticized or maybe you're making a lot of mistakes and you still make mistakes in adulthood, like present day now. And so that does make you feel bad a little bit. And so like you were saying, sometimes you overcompensate. And so you feel like maybe you have to make up for it. And so maybe you say yes a little too much or, and you're doing things that you really don't want to be doing. And that can really add up to burnout, like you have suggested. And one thing I think we need to look at, like we really need to look more inward and think like, why am I looking for this approval? 
because that's a lot of it, I think, is just us trying to look for that approval. And why do we feel the need to, to do that, especially with people that, I mean, I don't want to say with people that don't matter to us. I don't mean it in that way. But there's people that like really, really, really matter in your life. And then there's some people that you don't even really talk to. And you're like, but you want their approval for, for some reason. Right. You know, I think when I think about this and I do reflect on this a lot because I'm in the process of trying to stop people pleasing as much because it is it's it's taking a toll on me. And so I think a lot of this for me stems from hearing try harder. You're not doing this good enough. You need to buckle down and do better. You need to do this. You made a mistake on that. You need to pay, pay better attention. Hearing that from a very young age, all the way through life. And I think that uh, for me, I think that did a number on me. And I feel like if I'm not trying to make someone happy, or if I'm not people pleasing, that people are going to perceive me as being incompetent or not knowing what I'm doing or being quote unquote lazy when I'm not that at all. So for me, I think that's that's where my my people pleasing step um, stems from. Right. And I think that's something to really point out because sometimes throughout life in certain situations, you know, maybe we're told, okay, you're being very selfish right now. If you really cared about this, then you wouldn't keep forgetting or you would just do X, Y, Z. And so that adds up and you think, okay, so now I have to overcompensate. Now I need to show people otherwise that I really do care and I'm not selfish. And, you know, it's not about me. It's about everybody else. And so it's that response to being criticized. So Tish, what suggestions or tips would you give for, um, I guess, people pleasing? in general. Yeah. So some things that I, that I'm trying to do to help me to stop people pleasing as much is that I'm trying to be more authentic with myself. I'm trying to be my true self instead of trying to be or fit in or trying to be someone else, because that to me goes hand in hand. I know I've said that a couple of times um, in, in this discussion, but it does kind of go hand in hand with the people pleasing side of this. Learn how to say no. That's not easy. That's not easy. It's not a, a switch that you can just flip overnight and be like, okay, I'm not going to have to say no to this. It takes time. Um, and you have to do it when you're comfortable with that because it is an uncomfortable feeling to tell someone no. Um, set health, healthy boundaries. And that means with friendships, your spouse, your partner, your, you know, your work, you have to set those healthy boundaries. And you know, you're the only one that knows your boundaries. And so try to set those up for yourself. Make yourself a priority because people pleasers make everyone else around them a priority. So try to learn how to make yourself a priority. And then whenever someone asks if you have time to do this project or have time to do this, that, and the other, take a step back. Take a step back, install on time. That way you can really think about, do I really have time to do this? Look at your bandwidth. Look at what you have scheduled, look at your calendar, look at all the things that you have on your plate and really think, can I add this one other thing to my plate? So just stall for time, let the person know, you know what, thanks for asking me to do this, but I need some time to think about this to make sure that I'm gonna be able to deliver what you're asking me to do. 
And then lastly, and again, I don't want to try, I don't want to feel like I'm pushing therapy on people because it may not work for everyone, but therapy has helped me um, to learn how to stop this people pleasing part of having ADHD. So how about you? Yep. And I think just uh, being able to talk to someone because we are a little more on the, in the impulsive side. So maybe we say yes a little too quickly. So like you said, pause and think about it for a little bit. All you have to say is, you know what, let me think about it. I will get back to you. If you need to talk to someone else about it, maybe that's what you need to do to have someone look at it objectively and to kind of help you through that. And I suggest starting small. So, I mean, maybe that's not for everyone. Maybe they're just ready, like to cut the cord now and they're done. But for people that are really having a difficult time, start out with something small. If someone says, hey, um, you know, we're going out to see a movie. Do you want to go? You don't really need to, I mean, if you don't want to do it, all you have to say is, you know what, tonight or Friday night is not a good night, you know, sorry. And you don't have to explain. You do not need to explain. You need to just leave it as that. And just as you suggested, need to know your limits too, because you don't want to lead it to burnout. Because if it leads to burnout, eventually that's all going to topple down. And we all know that that is just, that's just chaos. It's it just, it's just, it's pure chaos sometimes. So those are, those are some of my suggestions. I think you summed it up nicely and beautifully just with all the suggestions and tips. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. I know this is something that many experience and go through. And if you have to start out small, start out small and, and, and go from there. Exactly. Yes. Well, this has been a great conversation with you, Brittany, and I cannot wait until the next episode. Thank you, Tish. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week.